0: Uh, we suck. We do. Uh, it's been a long COVID. It's been a long year.
1: Yeah, fucking a. Like, like <sighs> I basically took brewing up laughs and put it in its own coma, and uh, it hasn't done any any sort of independent shows. The clubs just came back. Shit, yuck, yucks this week folded its location on Elgin Street and moved, yeah. down, moved down the street to Dallas Lake which on the plus side now we can walk to both clubs and fucking catch both acts right? Yeah the, the
0: problem is though is now that Yux is at Lago which is a rush. Sorry for people. We just jump straight on in. Like, it, the today is March fifth, twenty twenty one. We need to now kind of mark the days we record this because yeah. the world changes every
1: second day. That's right, and we don't keep on top of this. No, to, like, no,
0: because uh, like, this will likely come up room. out over the next five days, and then the next time we sit down to record it will likely be like ten days to fifteen days. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so my we, parents are coming up over to town next no week, so like to, it's not uh, going to yeah. happen. It's. It's, it's just life is busy, but it also is slow. Life is hectic. Word life up. is fucked up. But yes, we're open again.
1: Yeah, we are open here in Ontario again.
0: And yucks closed.
1: And yucks, yeah. Was, well, it,
0: cause was it was it a building issue or was it a rent I think, issue? I think it's a
1: building issue slash rent issue. I think well because the bar that was upstairs supporting most of that, uh, most of the landlord's necessities, it the bar upstairs went tits up at first shutdown hoolies. hoolies but hoolies is now back under hoolies again they're not upstairs again
0: but i remember seeing like chris talk about how like the hoolies bar food bar was still open for yucks
1: yeah, as of January first, though the whole place shut down. Okay. Uh, so as in, as in second lockdown, that was a was a casualty of that. Yeah.
0: Lockdown. Okay. It's like you know what? Like I'm I'm happy that it's moving to to Lago because I I hated that location. that basement. It just felt like piss. piss. Yeah. It felt like, just like, like oh, piss. Get your shit together. Like I don't want to perform in a dungeon that smells like piss. Like if I wanted <laughs> to perform in Germany, I'd live in Germany.
1: Das Deutsche Deutschland. That should be fun, yeah. Ja. This is smelly hole. That's uh. out
0: to our five German listeners, yeah. you dirty bastards.
1: Yeah, das <laughs> Deutsche Deutschland, number
0: one. But but at Lago, they're not going to take the bar anymore. So, like, at least over the last couple of years, the ex was taking the bar downstairs at Hooli's, so they were able to allow comics and people to come in for free for the
1: shows. I would think that there is some sort of deal there with Largo. I don't think Howard is going to let that peach up too easily. And I think it works out great for Largo, because now they're a guaranteed 50-seaters.
0: That's true. They can get a full 50 in there. I
1: I have a feeling that I, I don't... I just have a feeling that there would be some sort of percentage of bar deals.
0: You know, they're not... I I know that they're saying they're not going to be there long, but I could see them being there until, like, COVID is done.
1: Yeah, I could see a year, for sure. Yeah. A year and a bit.
0: Just throw it in there where it's like, okay, we're only doing shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because that's that's when we can. But that's not
1: necessarily going to happen, either, because... Just uh no, I, I think it'll be uh, not just Thursday, Friday, Saturday. it probably Wednesday through Saturday or mm. Wednesday through Sunday.
0: I, I'm starting to get that itch to get back on stage. Oh, shit, now?
1: It's been a year and <laughs> three is, days. Man. A year and
0: three days yeah, since is. the last time I've been on stage. Cheers. Uh, Cheers to that. We're fucking drinking Bose Strong Patrick. It, it, if you don't know Bose, they are in Van Cleek Hill. They are – um yeah. one of Canada's probably best microbreweries Yeah for sure their lug tread is it's, their it's most famous great staple I know it's a great beer Big Brother Canada had it as their beer of Big Brother Canada for a couple of seasons Nice nice uh, and so Strong Patrick is their release that they bring out for St. Patrick's Day Uh usually they used to only sell it in the 710 milliliter bottles for oh, like 8 course. bucks a bottle course, yeah. which was ridiculous yes. but now you they can get, get it in a, a bottle shit I like the tall. I like. I like the. I liked it, but it was it was pricey. It is pricey. Versus the cans are like three bucks. Yeah. Um. The the three fifty five. No, no. These are the four seventy three milliliters. Yeah. so These are tall boys. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good.
1: It's um. It's an amber. It's it's Um, a lot like what I prepared at my homebrew.
0: Yeah. It's it's an Irish red.
1: Yeah, mine was an Australian dread. You
0: did an Australian red. We were supposed to be drinking Chris's Australian dreads, but Man, he, forgot about, he forgot about that. I'm gonna give him some Growlers to take home with him, so that way I know that. Uh,
1: well, we we will definitely be sampling that next. Up. But mm. this is great. This is uh, this is. Smooth. It's malty, but malty, like but more, more but caramel. More caramel. It's like a, tar- a caramel IPA finish, And
0: you know, like. Well, you've got a little bit of an IPA finish, but more of like a, a New England IPA finish because you got right. like the sweetness to it. It's sweet. It's sweeter rather yeah. than tart. Yeah. And now that we've alienated half of the people that's tuned in because they're like, oh, these beer douches and comedy douches.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're um, we're here to talk about kids now. Sorry, well, we yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to. better
0: transition. What, were we, what did we What did we do to transition into the beer?
1: Uh well we're talking about bar stuff with, with oh bar yikes. stuff with the yuck yaks yeah and, and abs no. abs. You,
0: but you've been back on stage like you've gone back into the clubs so I want yes. to touch on
1: that before we jump into yeah stuff. no I had opening night uh I guess a week and a half ago at abs at abs and uh, man it was great just to get that because my last show was December eighteenth and I was featuring out in Cornwall mm. for a full room. You did that for Dan Alaire? Dan Alaire, yeah. And Who said, hosted that? Uh, Dan. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, it was a good It was a good show. Uh, I went had one table and just checked out, of course, while I was on stage. Yeah, I remember couch, you so saying that, that you lost back. it but, at that. Yeah, them, right? I did, and it was like, I got it back for the rest of the room, but they didn't care. They they got their fill of the ticket, so they checked out, and it was like, I couldn't get them back. It's just, Cornwall. It's Cornwall. <laughs> it's yeah, Cornwall. I, uh, so I just went with it, and, uh, but yeah, it was great to get back on, and, uh... Tuesday night I went to Yucks to watch the premiere or the screening of Comedy 19, the comedy oh, right, about
0: comedy during COVID-19. That's right. And it was mostly filmed here in Ottawa, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it had a pretty big uh presence um, for a lot of acts that are Ottawa-based.
0: Including sure. at least one known sex offender.
1: <laughs> you won't <laughs> name names, but
0: I saw that name on the poster and I was like, oh. We're promoting that, okay? Yeah, not we. We're, we're not know, promoting yeah, but, like,
1: that's that. Happening. That's, that's happening. That's happening. That's the thing.
0: Like known to the entire community <laughs> as, as a predator. This. As, as, as a, predator.
1: <laughs> as <laughs> a name you guys,
0: across the bill.
1: You guys, two cents in—that's for sure. Oh, anyway, do um, it
0: before you'll get kicked out.
1: while Well, use pretty all much the proceeds thing. to this this uh, endeavor. Uh, despite it having that person uh all you know, the proceeds go to the canadian comic relief fund which is a, a cask sponsored initiative
0: cask is our union
1: yeah it started like maybe two years before covid happened and uh uh i they think were cask is to, like five years old we've well, only been paying yeah, dues for about, about two, two years, and a half years, years. yeah but like Sanders started it. oh like well, about five yeah about five yeah. and then like I guess two and a half years ago, everybody took notice because they they went to bat for uh, our Sirius XM station. GFL. Right, because Howie Mandel, because Howie Mandel and JFL bought, yeah. bought out our uh, Canadian content station, which aired on, J- on uh, Sirius XM, and it was in jeopardy of a lot of great Canadian acts losing all this uh, SoundCloud money. And then they raised a big stake, and they were like, no, we're not changing it at all. But they were, like, clearly changing it. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so that was a big win. And now they're still trying to get us recognized as an art form. So well, yeah, they're
0: right they're they're now trying to get us recognized as an art form, which allows us to get access for traveling and visas and, and, and grants. grants. And, and then the next thing they're going to do is hit the clubs for wages. Because, hundred you know, th- the
1: awful. fact
0: that, like, oh. you've performed how many times through the pandemic? Oh, man. In the last year, like, how many times have you been on stage?
1: Oh, oh man, at least it doesn't.
0: Okay, so 12 times. How many times did you get paid?
1: Oh, God, maybe four
0: of them. How many times did you get paid more than 50 bucks? Three of those. And of those three, were any of them over 100? No. No. So 12 times on stage only paid for four yep. and not a single one of those times was over a hundred. And you can do a solid 20. Yep. I know you can do like, I, I don't mean this to be me because we're in the same boat. Like we can do a mediocre 30 yeah. or a solid 20. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and do you know how like it takes years, years, to, get years to get a solid 20 yeah. and yeah. they there for the past year, I get COVID's been down, but you made less than
1: $400. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yep.
0: And I bet that none of that money came from clubs.
1: That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> like you've been doing club shows. You oh, yeah. Have don't get me wrong. I've been doing club them. shows, but all my money came from me.
0: And it's, it's funny because lower. people at the club shows usually drop more money than people at the uh, the bar shows. That's like,
1: right. That's right. We so charge uh,
0: cheaper ticket sales at the bar shows.
1: Usually, like you know, and get a banger overhead. So yeah, there was a uh, there was a lot of. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot of uh, room for improvement.
0: Uh. Oh, that was... That was delightful. I'm glad I'm trapped in a small box with you. Tastes like coffee. Hey, before we... uh... Before we jump into uh, talking about kids, like we should be talking about, have you noticed my new office attire? It's John McClane
1: just hanging from the top of the desk, like man, right? that's awesome. <laughs> it's just that's like great. I was gonna wonder who Kung Fu superhero was, but now I just told me it's John McClane. I clearly see the hose wrapped around his yeah. Oh, well,
0: and he's got he's got like the list. He's got Hans and Carl written on his yeah, arm. He's got, his got the list arm, of he's how many people he kill. And yeah,
1: he's clearly got bandages on his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's John
0: McClane. It's because I, I bought, um, I found this on sale because it's no longer Christmas. But a, a comedian <laughs> from the States, um, Doogie Horner. If you don't know Doogie Horner, you should check him out. He's really funny. He's also always on uh, Doug Loves Movies and works with Doug Benson a lot. Okay. Uh, he Ill- wrote and then had JJ Harrison illustrate A Die Hard Christmas. Which is ultimately a Christmas book, like the night before Christmas, but it's about Die Hard. Nice. So it was the night before Christmas, and up in the tower, everyone was partying except for one f- wallflower. Oh, yeah, 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 John, McQueen, John McQueen. You yeah, know. yeah, Yeah. Nice. John McClane missed his wife. Things just weren't the same since Holly had moved west and changed her last name. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah,
1: great. That's so, great. yeah,
0: it's, it's a funny little book, and it comes with this plush doll that hangs.
1: <laughs> like he's jumping off the tower because yeah. the C4 blows up the tower, right? Yeah. So
0: so now that this is my work office, because I work from home, I was like, I can't have comic books hanging behind me because of my no. clientele, no. but no, they no can't enough. see John McClane who's just staring at me the entire time that we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the party pal welcome to the party pal ho 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 <laughs> well, now i've got a machine
1: God, gun <laughs> still one of my greatest christmas movies christmas movies i watch at christmas that is a christmas movie to some and others who gives a fuck this year we were like hey man if it makes you happy do it exactly who yeah, cares, yeah, who cares?
0: Die Hard. all five Die Hards are now on disney plus
1: Really? Yeah, because 'cause they've well, added, they the added, they they added Fox and Fox,
0: yeah. yeah. So. I, I made Kate watch Die Hard Two Die Harder this Christmas instead of Die
1: Hard. Oh shit, how'd she think of that one? Which <laughs> also takes place at Christmas. Yeah. It so you does. have to watch them together really. But I don't I often do when every other year. You don't watch need to, but, but once together. every like every other if year. If
0: you're gonna watch them together, do it at like an old timey theater like the Mayfair.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, take but, back some pints and
0: support him local when he can come out again. But like, you know, I was just like, oh, I want to watch Die Hard. But then I was like, you know what I haven't seen in a while? is Die Hard 2. Yeah. And so I made us watch Die Hard 2 this year instead. Three. I don't remember. Five, three, three. That no, was I, Samuel L. Jackson. Not Christmas.
1: Oh, and Vengeance. Yeah, Die yeah, Hard I'm with con- Vengeance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and then, then there's... Had, uh, what's his Tommy Long? No, no, that was four.
0: Four was Justin Long, Justin Long. and four. that was it's a good day. No, Di- Die Hard, live free live free or Die Hard, hard. Live and and or Die Hard, because was- that was the PG thirteen one where they had to bleep out Yippee Kaye motherfucker with the gunshot. And then Good Day to Die Hard was number five, where he's in Chernobyl with his son,
1: right? Who's so like I a CIA agent? Totally old. missed that one.
0: Yeah, you know what. It, you can miss that one. Anything after 3 you can miss. And yeah, some right? people will argue that anything after 1 you can miss. Well, no, like
1: because like number 3 is uh, Jeremy Irons. It does have Jeremy no, Irons. And they, they shit break
0: out. into like Fort Knox with the uh merch and one by
1: one. Yeah. I mean it's interesting because a couple years later 9/11 happened and all the gold was gone. Oh, shit. Oh. But, yeah, whatever. So, um... Jet fuel
0: doesn't melt steel beams! Sure doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellow fathers. How's it going? And father wannabes. Um, or mothers.
1: Mothers. Or children. Or... Uh, Beer enthusiasts. Puppets. Lab.
0: Muppets. Animals. Um, we have to
1: talk about fathering. Yeah, huh. specifically about tantrums. Tantrum, Tantrum. Tantrums.
0: Oh my gosh! I so here's the thing, Chris. Mm. Maddie is almost 19 months. We're at the point where we should stop calling her bed much. She's a year and a half. Right, Maddie's a year and a half.
1: Yeah,
0: um, 19 months.
1: Well, 18 months. <laughs> 18 was a months year now. and a half. <laughs> Thank you, math man. No problem. Uh, but, Rounding uh, up, motherfucker. You know, she's up.
0: technically a year and a half until she's two now.
1: Yeah, that's right. um, Then we'll say 24 months.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she is... She's gone from where her temper tantrums are cute and novel to, like, they are now a futility... Uh, or just a lesson in futility because she just stands there and shrieks. And... I'm starting to find that it's for the most inane reasons. So, for example, she loves her water bottle. She's got a little sippy bottle that always has water in it. And she can't go anywhere without it. And if I move it or take it away or if we're going upstairs for a bath or to nap or whatever... She will stand there and scream, just wah, wah 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 until you bring her water and carry it up with her. Even if she's not gonna drink it when she's upstairs, she just wants, wants to there. be near it. And it's gotten to the point where like she gets for maybe five to ten minutes like aggressively violent. Oh, And she'll grab books and throw them. She will, like... She's not hitting anything, which I'm I'm grateful for, but, like, she'll throw herself on the ground and flail around. And then she'll, like, you know, pick up something off of the ground and just throw it back on the ground. And she's actively trying to be destructive, even though there's no strength there.
1: Like, she's just
0: making... She's being more of an annoyance than she is... For sure. She's trying to get a response out of you. And now here's the thing it's like i always recommend don't don't give a response in the emotion because when you're emotional you're not really thinking with logic or reason and we're also dealing with someone who's learning big emotions but there has to be a point where there's an interjection and you have kids much older than Maddie, that have had temper tantrums. You've got kids that still have temper tantrums. Yeah, it's a different type
1: of temper tantrum now. It's more, much more of a, you think they're actually having a tantrum, but maybe they're just putting on an act. Both of them are trying to elicit a different response out of me. So it's a big long con with them. Okay. Amanda sees this one side all day and Erica will start having a, a crying hissy fit, like or crying like she's hurt. And then, basically, she's not hurt at all. She's just trying to get me to get Eddie in trouble.
0: So wait, she's she's not really throwing temper tantrums. She's faking injuries to to try and get her brother punished. Yeah, that too.
1: Yeah, yeah mostly that.
0: Because that doesn't sound like a temper tantrum. That sounds quite manipulative.
1: Yeah, she's pretty much an all star in it. Right <laughs> no, I think our temper tantrums. Uh, when when did. Eddie was having, like, no yeah, yeah nothing like that. I don't know. I, every time I had seen temper tantrums, like, what you would explain, I think when Eddie had them when he was smaller.
0: Okay, so tell me about that. Like, what did you guys do? How did you... How did you come out the other end? Because the other night, she screamed at me for 45 minutes because she ran out of stickers.
1: Wow. I know. That's a trip. It was just... No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no stick dick now for 45 right, right. minutes. That's a trip. It was, and like, I just sat there. I was like, you know what? You have your moment. I'm not going to like engage because if I engage, it'll make it work. I don't have any stickers to give her. Yeah. She's used all the stickers. They are all over both of our faces. We look like morons. Yep. But, but you're not
1: going to engage with further stickers.
0: So, yeah. so like, you going through, like, and I can only bear so much before I'm like, I want to stick my head into battery acid.
1: I'd probably just put her in her room and let her melt down. Oh, yeah? Go full meltdown? In the oh, room, yeah, let, and let her, her melt grab. down in her room, and she'll probably cry herself to sleep. This was, like, an hour and a half after her two-hour long nap. Good for her. Better run it out in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, actually, my that, sanity
1: at a certain point was, like, greater than the, the, look at that, the sound resistance of the door is better, it's helping my fucking sanity.
0: Is that what you did with Eddie, like, when he yeah. threw his tant- tantrums? I mean, it was
1: tantrums like that, you like, don't engage if he's like, you keep that up, you're going into your room.
0: So, so what type of tantrums did Eddie throw?
1: Like what was pretty his, much what you were explaining. What were his triggers? Um, Eddie's triggers... Or uh, you know, we wouldn't get him a juice, like you had said. Uh, we would get him a drink or something along those lines. Yes, yeah, snack yeah. time. like she watched like, watch
0: Cheerios a lot? Yeah, uh, Cheerio,
1: just don't Cheerio. have, Cheerios. Don't have No, it's not time to have them. You know, mm-hmm. just like freak out a little bit. Uh, we didn't have uh, certain things that he wanted to play with, like you said. The stickers were out. Yeah, it was the same kind of triggers for sure. How long did it take for him to grow out of it? I know
0: there's the terrible twos, but I've also seen kids in the twos that aren't necessarily super
1: defiant. Um, it took Eddie probably till he was almost three to get stop having those kind of tantrums. Okay, so terrible
0: twos. Yeah, but they started at at right, right your age, eighteen months. Sorry, a year and a half.
1: Eighteen months, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was yeah yeah, if my memory serves me correct on that one, um and yeah, it was like you can keep freaking out or you can go in your room, and as soon as you start freaking out, we'll come in and check on you I guess I guess as they get older and like
0: not not a guess, this is knowledge like we we know this to be true, is that as cognition develops, so does emotional regulation, so. Right. As an 18-month-old, their prefrontal cortex is much less developed than as a three-year-old. Although, you know, I would argue that some people at the age of like 15 to 18 still have the emotional regulation of a three-year-old. Oh um, fucking. A. But you know, it's all in it's all in how the prefrontal cortex develops, right? right? Okay. Because that's what really controls our our ability to understand why we're feeling a certain way and process how that really makes us feel right. Like, you know, the anger that Maddie feels isn't actually anger as much as it's sadness that there are no more stickers, but she doesn't have the cognition to recognize, Oh, there are no more stickers. Daddy's gonna have to go back to dollar store and buy another sheet of a thousand stickers yeah. for you to
1: stick all over the dog. Support that horrible Chinese slavery. Oh, you know that, that also. Nice. <laughs> now I still have guilt over that shit. Okay. That's, that's
0: the thing. Is like you know, there's there's nothing we can do that's going to alleviate.
1: <laughs> no, there isn't. But I think uh, Amanda would almost uh, at certain points do uh, say to, she would either use a distraction. She would like if he was freaking out about food or something like that. She'd give him something to play with, um, pick him up, play him on her phone, like a distraction away from him freaking out like that. kind um, so yeah, I, like a, a, to, a yeah. technique
0: that we use with recover people in recovery. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. And yeah, like, oh, look at that! You, you're, you're won't play a video game. We're, go. <laughs> we're gonna
0: we're gonna introduce the five D's to our three year olds. <laughs> uh, we start with delay. Can we delay the temper tantrum? If we cannot delay the temper tantrum, let's try to distract ourselves from, from the temper, temper tantrum. tantrum. Yep. If we're not able to distract ourselves, let's take some deep breaths. If we're unable to calm ourselves down, we're going to drink some nice cold water and settle in for a discussion. Welcome <laughs> to the
1: 5Ds in managing a 3-year-old's temper tantrum. <laughs> I think the last two would be like, ditch him to his room. <laughs> <laughs> and discuss how you didn't want that kid around you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, The sixth one is drink some of your finest distilled alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) It's not drink water. It's distilled
0: alcohol. alcohol. (laughs) Speaking of which, we are moving on from our Bose Strong Patrick to another Ontario brewery I don't know if you've ever ever had Skeleton Park Brewery before they're from Kingston oh cool yeah I actually stopped there once on the way home back in November Um, I went down my my sister had some health issues and went into the hospital right and so I went down to help out with with my nephew and my mother was also having her house demolished because they were doing a lot of interior work and so I was down helping out and on the way back I stopped in Kingston at Skeleton Park Brewery Picked up a bunch. This is their Amber 6.6. Yeah, Chris, this is likely where I'm going to cut you off afterwards, because you got to drive home at some point. Yeah,
1: 100%. And I also went dry February, so even, quite frankly, this little snifter of court, I'm like, hey, what's going on?
0: And just for people to know, like, we are actually splitting tall boys, because I've got this nice flight set. Oh, shit. I spelt beer. Champ's cut off now, too. He's (laughs) abusing the alcohol. Obviously. Yeah. So... Uh, this is another red. Um, I guess today's a red. No- I, I knew, I've got a lot of IPAs downstairs, and I know you're more of not an IPA fan. <laughs> more, you are not an IPA fan. So I kind of grabbed the ones that I had that weren't IPAs, which happened to be reds. Yeah. So. And it is a strong beer. It is strong. I haven't tasted it yet. Oh, I'm sure I've had it before.
1: Indeed. Cheers. Yes, indeed. <laughs> It's sweeter. It is. It is it definitely is. Sweeter. It is sweeter. Well, you know, higher sugar content when you're yeah. putting yeast in is going to yield
0: that, right? Hence why it's a 6.6 as well. Yeah. You know what? It, and it says here that it has actually like the tasting notes are notes of rye bread, cherry, and toast with a warm Highland whiskey finish. And now that I hear the whiskey finish, like I can kind of taste it. Like yeah. I, I couldn't really place that taste before, but now that you're like whiskey, I'm like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The cherry for sure too. The, 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 the. I don't. I don't
0: understand the toast taste. Like, no, I don't either. Am funny. I having a
1: seizure? Yeah, toast. Mm. Stroke, stroke, stroke. No, I'm <laughs> having a stroke. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so back into to distraction. You were talking about like how Amanda would kind of like distract, move on, which which works to a point. That's right. Right? Like, I, I recognize that as well. You know, I will sometimes go, like, Maddie loves this new show on Netflix called Go Dog Go. Cool. Which is, it's literally two Stop dogs. going. Two dogs who are best friends. One of the dogs just moved in from a country and has pet chickens, and they just drive around their little town of Pauston, like Boston, but Pa. Pauston. Uh, it's almost like Austin. Oh, it could be that too. Texas, I didn't even. Austin, right? Texas? Is it more, more than I China? just assumed Boston. Oh, well, because it's
1: close to us for sure. Yeah, I guess
0: so, but it could have been, it could be Austin, Texas. You know right. what? If you. Was uh, there a lot of guns involved n- as well? No. 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 Okay, just so, yeah. neither? Okay, good call. You know, you yeah. go at the mob or
1: Austin. <laughs> Austin. <laughs> yeah,
0: Austin. Yeah. Um, but they, they just literally drive around in cars or fast vehicles to like do tasks. And right now, Maddie's three favorite things are dogs, roosters, and vehicles. So it's woof woof. Cock-a-doodle-doo, which for her is doo doo doo, and vehicles which are all choo choo to her. Even though she's it's like all trains, she's like truck. It's all trains. She's like truck, truck. choo choo, car <laughs> choo choo,
1: train choo choo, airplane choo choo. Well, I'm gonna have to work on her sound effects. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah, no, you're gonna to you're gonna
0: have it. to come in and do some do some radio yeah. voice lessons with her. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So like, I can distract her with like that for like ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, not that that's the way I want to distract her. I don't want to distract her with TV. But if I give her something, like if I'm like, "Hey, let's go read a book." She'll grab the book and she'll throw it. Or I'm like, "Let's play with a puzzle." She'll throw it. Or if I, would, I grab a stuffy. I, would, and I
1: like, would immediately resort to that. Like if she has been going on for like 15 minutes. The 15 minute marker for me is like you're not going to stop. So it's time that you are not a part of this. There so, needs to be repercussion. That's going to get her going in another direction.
0: So, yes. Now, consequence comes in, right? But yeah. consequence has to be at a point where the child understands why they're being consequenced and what is the expectation coming out of this. And in a year-and-a-half-year-old is going to have a less ability to understand why they're being punished than a five-year-old is. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. In the same way that, like... You know, if you catch a dog doing something bad, you got to catch them within the first ten minutes for them to know that you're mad at them for that specific thing. Otherwise, they're going to be like, "Why? Why are
1: you yelling well, yeah, at I'm, me?" Yeah, there's for sure like moments where you'll have to discuss with them and maybe, just like you say, going to the D's of distract uh-huh. and uh, not get yourself distilled yet. But no, uh, well, that's for daddy. Yeah, that's right. That's for yeah. totally daddy, daddy daycare <laughs> distillery. Ha! Huh, 3D's, nice. Yeah, triple D. Triple D! Um, Yeah, you know, I do get the fact that a year and a half, per, or a year old, will not uh, really click as to why they're being segregated into their own room while they're freaking out and melting down. I guess
0: part of it might just be patience also and be like, you know what, six months from now you're going to understand a lot more than you understand today. That's true. Like, I, I've read, I think I've mentioned this book before, but I read this book called Your Defiant Child. Um, by Russell Bar- Barkley, Doctor Russell Barkley, who does a lot of research around ADD, ADHD, and uh, ODD, Oppositional defiance Disorder. Okay, and so your Defiant Child is is a look into how to properly set up consequences, but also how to set up reward for building an ultimate level of trust between an adult and their child, but he really focuses on that cognition level of, you have to be able to recognize what reward is versus what consequence is, And so it's a really interesting read, but it's only really practical for kids. Once they hit kind of Eddie's age, seven, I would say like, I'd say starts around six and this, like his, his book is solid for like six to 12. Okay, and like, I if she was if she was having tamper tantrums between like, I would say even maybe drop it down to like four. um, Yeah, you could definitely implement a whole bunch of these techniques because you know you have that level of of emotional education for like like the kids. Kids have much higher emotional intelligence. They have a much higher uh, just basic intelligence. They have a better grasp of language, but they also have a better grasp at. Uh, portraying language. That's right. Right? Yeah,
1: vocabulary is bigger and their, their scope is bigger for their understanding.
0: Because right now, like, we know Maddie says star, moo, cat, dog, jack, daddy, mama, grandma, And everything's a train. A choo-choo. But yeah. like, you know, I can't say what do you want and have her go, I would like Cheerios. I get Chee, and I know that chi stands for Cheerios. And because Champ can read child subtitles he knows it is Cheerios. Well, I've also had her yell at me chi many times until I finally got Cheerios and she cheered. <laughs> <laughs> And so yeah. now we know she means
1: Cheerio. That would have been a great short video to see the <laughs> <laughs> Me and all the dogs just sitting there like pawing at the Cheerios. She wants this, right? Maybe you can't get this. Like, she literally threw her hands up in the air and was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like she just saw her team score a touchdown at the Super Bowl. Oh, girl! Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you're at a curve there. Quite frankly, I want to call Amanda and be like, Thank you for dealing with all this stuff that I really didn't have to at a certain age. <laughs> well,
0: I guess, and I guess that's the thing, right? Like, whereas in when they were younger, you were out like working long
1: hours, yeah, huge hours, yeah.
0: Um, and, you and know, then and
1: coming back and being like,
0: Bye, I'm going on stage,
1: exactly.
0: Like, you were throwing in, like, if you throw in all the work you were doing, you were doing probably a 60
1: to 80 hour work week, yeah. Uh yeah, from sixty five. Yeah, I was some days off though. Yeah,
0: it depends. If you were working a full weekend at a club, you're definitely working like uh,
1: yeah, almost like a so hundred
0: yeah, hour work weekends. You're all ultimately out of town. Yeah, those those happen too. Um, and like that that's tough. I've been in the situation that I work from home. Uh, I work four to five hours a day max. And it's interspersed throughout the day. I, mean, I, I don't mean to do, do like a critique of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy with how my life is set up. Yeah, no, like, it's I comfy
1: zones. Good.
0: Yeah. I, I I actually like. I was literally talking to uh, my massage therapist. <laughs> Here's my privilege. I was having a massage Friday morning at 10 a.m. And I was talking to my massage therapist about, like, how I justify kind of the wages that I do. Because she's actually going through to become a therapist as well. Yeah. And and I made a comment. I was like, look, when I started out, like, when I graduated university and, like, you know, I could have jumped into, like, trying to do private practice. But I really wanted to learn how to work with people. And I was like, so I picked up part-time jobs all around. And I was like, I was working at a part-time job as a rehabilitation counselor at um, a halfway house for $14 an hour. I was working. Uh, this was when the minimum wage was 10 50. Oh, so 14 so, yeah, bucks yeah, an yeah, hour was, was, was huge. Yeah. I was working overnights as an addictions therapist at uh, a halfway house for people in recovery for $10 and 50 cents an hour cash under the table Nice. And I would sometimes get double booked and show up and there'd be another person to be there. And they're like, well, seniority, they get to stay. You have to go. Um, and then I wouldn't get paid for it. So like I was doing that. And then I was also working at some overnights slash some days at a woman shelter downtown um, doing kind of PSW work with a client for $12 and 25 cents an hour. And my very first night working that shift, um, I was supposed to help, get this person who she had one leg and she was living with a lot of, of mental health issues, help her get out of the bathtub. And when I went into the bathtub, I saw that she soiled herself. And so I said, Oh, don't worry about that. We'll get that cleaned up. And and I do like, this is gross, but like, I guess this is part of the job. And she's like, no, I, it's just a chocolate bar. And then she grabbed it and took a bite out of it. And I gagged. And she yeah. threw it and laughed and it hit me in the mouth oh. like, as I was gagging. Oh. So when I sit like, and I kind of like stroke, like I literally ate shit yeah. to get to where I am today because yeah. I, I got down nitty gritty. I worked on the, for like 15 years in that grind, like through different agencies to work my way up and to, uh, to like really educate myself in the field from like a ground level up. And
1: so like, when I long story short, people don't be making snap judgments on Matthew for working five hours a week. Well, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. But like, also, but that gives me
0: the that gives me the opportunity to be a full time dad, right? But like, right. So, uh, I'm, so it's not that I'm just working five hours a week, but like, that's our difference. Is you were working probably the same amount of energy that I'm giving it, but the energy is different because you were working at a job as provision versus I'm kind of working as. For lack of a better word, it's like a stay at home dad. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I'm, and we're not doing daycare until April, and we're only going to put her in daycare for two days a week because my schedule allows us to do that, uh, which is, it's convenient. But at the same time, like, it gives me that chance to really invest in that part of the development. So, part of me is also like concerned about breaking that bond by bringing consequences. Because, like, we've ultimately formed this very big caregiver,
1: um, Carrie bond. Man, you're going to have to check your daughter's tone. That's all I am. I, know I to am. check your daughter's tone. This isn't about her. Like, it can all change like that. That was kind of the first thought in my head. You're like, well, she's been freaking out like this. I'm like, you need to pull some dad voice. Uh, but, you I'm know not, what? I pulled dad voice on Erica. It shrinks. You know so what? I so tried to pull dad voice on Eddie. Doesn't work out so well. Mom voice trumps Eddie.
0: For me, dad voice is dad voice is is just ultimately exploiting the patriarchy because we're ultimately allowing our our intimidation factor to trump conversation, right? Like I look at a but temper you can't tantrum. have a
1: conversation with her. So
0: well, no, but I look at I look at a temper tantrum as an emotional meltdown. Yep. Right. You're having an emotional meltdown. Let's say as a 40 year old, almost 41. Shut up. <laughs> a couple of months. Yeah. Um, and and we'll be able to finally throw your 40th birthday, birthday fuck, party someday. Fuck, right? At least it's not going to
1: be camping.
0: <laughs> anyway, last, last year we ate McDonald's yeah. in Heather's back. Yeah, next to a dumpster in Heather's <laughs> garage.
1: <laughs> it's still better than, like, on the actual day, which was still better than what I did over the weekend. <laughs> anyway, oh, so yeah. I digress. But yeah, like, so you're saying trumping her with anger is not going to
0: make her no, feel
1: No! Or it's not going to even necessarily make her feel any
0: better. Because if you're in an emotional state, if I come to angry that you're
1: in an emotional state, what's that going to do to you? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not necessarily – well, obviously it's meeting anything with anger is not great. I'm not talking about anger. I'm just talking about like a serious tone of like you're not going to shit, like take – However – Erica is how old? I should be five in April. Five. She's
0: so she's 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 five. We're rounding up. She's five. Just like we're rounding down for Maddie. She's a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, so and entertainment. How? <laughs> how much? Can I ask how much you weigh? I am uh, two seventy right now. Two seventy. How much does Erica weigh? Thirty eight pounds. Okay. So you already have you're a giant compared to her. You're well, already, you physically intimidate her, even if she loves you and get, you get the hugs and the kisses. Like, if you turned in a dime, you can be scared. That, even mom can be scared. Right? Like, anything bigger can become scary.
1: Way, mom's way scarier, for sure.
0: The, <laughs> the moment that you aggress in your tone, you assert yourself as a dominant. And you, you throw levels of intimidation there, where I don't want her to ever feel like, when daddy raises his voice, that it's an intimidating thing because it's to get you in line. But that I'm only raising my voice in a time when I am in distress because I'm not necessarily in distress when she's in
1: distress. I'm just inconvenienced. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and I mean, it's not, I don't want to get the impression that like my go-to is be super angry at them. It's not, oh, even I know an it's angry. not
0: because I've it's, seen yeah, you yeah, with your kids. Not, it's like, not
1: even an angry thing. It's mostly a, like, uh, no, I'm not going to put up with that shit like a more of a stern, there's my line, but you can hear it vocally.
0: Okay. Okay. So it's like, it's just, so it's, a, it's, you have the assertiveness. Yeah. Where okay. is the empathy? Because I feel like whenever you have, you, whenever you assert yourself, there needs to be a, a level of empathy. And this is where I have my problem because I can understand empathetic assertiveness with adults. Yeah. I can recognize Uh, Going to another adult and being like, I understand that you are upset because I said this or I did this or because this happened to you. But – and then you assert yourself with the the assertion. So there's an understanding before that – not aggression, but that this is what I need. Yeah. When you're talking to someone who doesn't have the capability of reasoning with that, how do you bring empathy into assertion so that way they understand – that you're not going to take that shit anymore, but you still have that love and that care and that unconditional respect.
1: Usually happens after the tones played. Sometimes I can be like, I can be like, no, I love you, sweetie, but this is not going to happen. So does it come out then as an
0: apology, like Daddy's sorry he had to raise his voice, or does it come out as just uh, Daddy wishes he didn't have to raise his voice?
1: Not, not even like that. It'll be like, raise his voice, and here's what happens. I'm sorry if you're, like, still upset about something. Mind you, they have a little bit more reasoning right
0: now. Well, that's the... Yeah, and Eddie and, and Erica are both fantastic kids. like, we've met them, and I've seen them kind of manage, like, at least intermediary conflict with you guys, where, like, they'll come up and ask for something, and you'll be like, no, and they'll be like, eh, and you'll be like, no. And then they'll be like, okay, and they'll respect it. Like, yeah you guys have a very good relationship with that. So I don't want to make this sound accusatory. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you're is just like,
1: trying to, we got to that point, you're trying to be like, where was the steps before that? Uh, I think it was mostly just the serious tone. I couldn't ever raise my voice and be freaking out at my mm-hmm. a one and a half year old, nor did I. Well, and, so, I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. So the, like, again, uh, I think it came with Amanda pulling like her boundaries, the whole timeout thing, the mm-hmm. whole like, you can just scream it out in your room because that's it. And once they've done screaming, either they've gone to sleep or they could be like, Hi, it's you again. No one's been around for this amount of time. So so on that,
0: it, in Your Defiant Child by Russell Barkley, which we've already mentioned today, yeah, yeah. You, Russell, you owe us at least ten dollars now. Or at least um, a six pack, all right? You know what? Here's the thing, it's like if one person buys your book out of this, and you should actually—it's a fantastic book, best parenting book I've ever read. I read it as a clinician, and I should have read it as a parent. Um,
1: yeah, I, I took a probably reading.
0: I took some <laughs> some small some lessons about it, but what he talks about in the timeout is he wants you to put the timeout and make it visible that they are accountable to their timeout and that they understand why they are being consequenced because otherwise like you just say toss them in their room and let them yell it out until they pass out do they understand why they've been upset do they understand why they've been put in their room versus the timeout chair where we're like you're going to go sit in the corner or we're going to put you on the couch or on the we're going to put you in the dog kennel we're not don't do that don't don't do that yeah um but you know like in, the, in a situation like that where they then must be accountable to the time, and if you set a time of, like, with Eddie, you could say, you're going to be in there for ten minutes, and every time Eddie moves, that ten minutes restarts. So that way, you're making Eddie accountable to consequence. We just
1: let him have his own mindful times when he has little meltdowns, or if he's getting upset. We're like, maybe you need some mindful time in your your room.
0: So rather than the structure, you take a mindfulness approach.
1: Yeah, we're like, you need to just be... In your own zone for a while, and he agrees to it. He's like, "Yeah, I do." I'm far too upset. <laughs> it's funny because I can totally hear Eddie
0: being like, "I am far too upset," and just walk Yeah, I Eddie. just need
1: to go in my room for a while. It's I'm just gonna be in here. Yeah, good, good call, buddy. You take all the time you need. I I like that
0: because mindfulness is is huge. Like we're actually like in the school boards now teaching mindfulness
1: to children starting yeah. at like the age of five. And he brought those things home from junior kindergarten. Oh, nice. He needs I just need some like, med- mindful music. And it's like meditation yeah, music. And he needs to hear, I don't know, babbling brooks or whatever the hell it is. Or, you know, ocean sounds. Not, he's got a couple of these He's things got things, some really, like. stuff. Yeah. We, but, uh, yeah. So, getting there, maybe I'll do a little, uh, getting there was not quite the uh, adventure. You're right, though. Have a lot more patience, champ, for sure. I'm not saying super freak out. But if it comes to a point where she's just freaking out like that and it's been longer than 20, 25 minutes, you'd be like, you can't be freaking out like this. We can't, I can't, you know, put them in there and they'll stop. Like, either they'll continue to freak out and put themselves to sleep or they'll stop and then you can come in and be like, hi we're back you you feeling better you know like oh and
0: then that allows you to speak to them or ha- like if they have the cognition to have a conversation once the emotion has cleared a little bit which gives them a chance to reason right yeah you know when we when we act emotionally we don't necessarily act reasonably but when we act logically we're not always acting emotionally and that's kind of right brain left brain um yeah, Shins. Spock yeah.
1: agrees, but doesn't like it. <laughs> <It's
0: Spock. laughs> um, so, so, no, I, I like that. And, you know, the mindfulness that you bring in, like, we actually just recently uh, purchased a book called "Almo is Mindful. Mm-hmm. And it is literally Sesame Street characters that are in situations that might stress them out and the things that they do. To bring mindfulness. So Grover is going to slide down the big boy slide for the first time and he's scared. So he has to do some positive affirmations. And he gives himself positive affirmations. Cookie Monster accidentally drops his cookies and is, is frustrated.
1: So Elmo starts to shake because he's horribly addictions to cookies. So well, <laughs> Elmo teaches him
0: how to do some deep belly breaths. And after doing some deep belly breaths, he's calm enough to go bake more cookies.
1: And then Grover comes in and sells him the cookie dough.
0: <laughs> Bert is angry that Ernie is hogging the bathtub, not leaving space for him. So Bert goes and does the pigeon dance until Ernie gets out of the bathtub so Bert can go have a bath. Distract herself. Distract herself, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Abby is uh, freaking out. She's overwhelmed because she wants to practice magic because she's a fairy. Right. Um, but she can't remember all the words to the spell, so she's just overwhelmed, so... Elmo and her make a a glitter volcano. And as they make the glitter volcano, as the glitter settles
1: at the bottom of the jar... So does Abby's emotions. Right. And then they also agreed not to smoke any more of the stuff they get from Oscar. PCP. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What a grouch. What a grouch. He looks like a nug of weed. Ah, But he sells angel dust. It's
0: good. It's actually good. She loves it. She'll bring it over like once a day and we'll read it. And so today she was actually kind of freaking out because um, after her nap, I had brought home some, that's Riley. He's outside. I brought home some, some new Easter springtime books that I picked up at the Dollarama because they've got a great selection of children's books for like two bucks.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Dollarama. Yeah, so
0: I brought home a bunch and she just wanted to read them over and over and over again, which I was fine for like two hours. And then eventually I got to my like no, no 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 like you can sit on my lap and you can flip through them, and she started freaking out because she wanted me to read them. And so what I started doing was kind of the belly breathing with her, but I would do it by like lifting her up with each breath and bringing her down with each breath. And so it was like up, down, and she actually started to like breathe with the breath as I went up down, and then she started going up
1: down I did something Uh, like that with Eddie down and it calmed her down yeah or Eddie would be it'd be mostly like he'd enjoy the rush of like being able to pick him up Mm -hmm. uh, and then put him back down and that would kind of distract him enough to be like okay we're cool all right, I was entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining. I don't know what I was talking about earlier, but yeah, <laughs> exactly. Wait, <laughs> hey, were any of those books from the dollar store? Uh, any Dr. Seuss books? No,
0: no, no. there weren't. Dr. Seuss books are not as cheap as dollar store books.
1: No, for sure. We got a bunch of ours used, and I get why. I, I'm not. I'm not sure about the whole. I mean, print whatever you're going to print. and Print is dying, so I guess that's why they're not printing them anymore. But what? I say don't, you know, print them because. The racist stuff. I'm not even sure what they're talking about. I say don't print them because they're so fucking hard to read, to your <laughs> children. <laughs> that that should be out of print. <laughs> Fuck. So, so here's the thing with that: is there are six
0: books that have like six some chapters. racist chapters, racist undertones to them. I don't know exactly which books they were, but <laughs> they they were stopped printed. Like they were stopped being put into print over a year ago at the request of Dr. Seuss's family and the foundation being like, these books, we don't want that to represent his legacy. So they were the ones that decided, it's not It's not everyone being like, oh, we're canceling this. They're just coming out as like, oh, this has been removed from shelves at the request of the family. In fact, it's probably a progressive thing. I look at this and go, who cares? Because... What this allows us to do is, like, Dr. Seuss was fantastic for a generation, and we have a lot of Dr. Seuss books. I love Cat in the Hat. We do Cat in the Hat. I've got a Cat in the Hat puppet that we do Cat in the Hat with, and it's a lot of fun, but... There are so many new
1: voices and new artists and new diverse perspectives that, that are no writing. One, yeah, that no one needs. Yeah, exactly. That no one needs to hear one fish, two fish, two fish, you fish. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, right? You don't need to have anything like that. No, too much. That was around. that was a little. That was that <laughs> was. That was <laughs> sorry, Christopher.
0: You owe an apology. I'm, I'm sorry. That's not I, an and actual.
1: It's not an actual title. No, that's was, not it the it actual title. That's <laughs> Bluefish. Two red fish, fish, blue fish. fish yeah.
0: One fish, two fish, red
1: But fish. you see why they're not printing that book. That's what I'm scanning at. Is that the one? That yeah. Is, that I, was one I, of the I, six? I don't even know if it's that's one of the six. six. Well, that's one of the ones that we have. I didn't, I didn't recognize the titles from we are going to go burn it now, champ? Yeah, I might true? have to. After you made that slur, I might have to. Well, it's a slur, but I'm not going to go burn books. Who's the... <laughs> <laughs> you uh, laughed. I'm um, all Ladies talk. and gentlemen, we
0: are both in the wrong... Uh, yeah, both uh, different, different sides. Different sides. <laughs> different sides. Uh, but no, but
1: yeah, like, it's probably...
0: We've awesome. actually, like, we've been buying a lot of of books that have been by female authors for Maddie, like children books by female authors... We've been buying a lot of books by authors that are from different countries, um, different cultures, uh, because she's always going to have, she's always going to have books like the Berenstein Bears and always have things like Dr. Seuss and Clifford the Big Red Dog and Curious George. So, like, why the fuck can't she also have, um... You know, a series that is about, uh, we've got a full series which is about, like, the history of of women. And it's like, each book is a different woman of history. But it's like their story, like, telling it to a child. It's actually really cool. So, like, you know, you've got everything from Agatha Christie up to Jane Goodall. And they've got fashion design, like Coco Chanel is one of them. Frida Pinto. Oh, yeah. There's, like...
1: Well, the, the future is female, so, hey... Like, why not uh, cover the art that needs to be covered?
0: So I don't know. I, I just, I just feel like Doctor Seuss has had a solid day
1: in the limelight. Yeah, and it's, it's always gonna be around. A lot of them are classics, and and yeah, it's uh, if the if family doesn't want them, to have printed for sure, right? So yeah. yeah, Anyways, like I think I think we've I think we've salt temper tantrums. Yes,
0: temper tantrums no longer exist. Cheers to that. <laughs>
1: It's a curve, I mean, anyway. Uh Fuck a duck on a monkey rug. And that's right. Don't forget, try to flatten the curve. Wasn't that the big thing last year? Yeah. Well, we flattened what? the curve. We just got so drunk at home and we just think flat. You know what? So, I flattened my curve. I dropped 10 pounds, but I also started a workout regimen in the mornings. Oh, nice! Before nice yeah,
0: one morning it's your right hand, and the next morning it's your left hand, and no, the next morning to it's to your
1: sleeve. <laughs> every morning I get up and do sixty crunches and sixty jackknife lifts, and then do you do day, a wall squat? No, you should do a wall squat. I probably alleviate my freaking sixty squats that I do on every other day.
0: Sure. You know, wall like squats, eh? Just throw in a wall squat for, like, a solid, like, you know, expand <laughs> it over a roll. little bit of time, but, like, you know, start off at, like, a 60-second.
1: Well, I didn't start at 60 crunches. That's for fucking god <laughs> sure. And <laughs> 60 jack uh, sure. i you. That's for sure. It was, like, 20. Oh, my God, it was twenty second week in January. So. All right. Hey, keep keep at that, man. That's awesome. It does. It helps a lot. And you guys should too. it. Uh, mental clarity and energy just getting better in the day to have a little bit of health you know
0: my anxiety over the last year is what led to like me losing 40 pounds so it's not a healthy
1: loss <laughs> what <you> no saying? <laughs> no it's no. loss of fear it's poor kidneys just like do you see adrenaline over there <laughs> it's just I've got, like a steady drip of
0: cortisol in my brain it's just like everyone hates you life is failing you should oh, give God. up.
1: What a track! You <laughs> need to work out. That's what that does. Because all the endorphins come out of your body and come into your body, and that fucking negative track. Oh, is I know, I know. There.
0: It's it's funny. I know, I know all the answers. It's just when you know all the answers, you're always the worst one at following your own advice, right? Yeah, amen to that. Like that's that's the problem. i have actually like this year has actually been a pretty good year. Like the last three months. And by this year, I mean yeah, twenty twenty one. Because like. Yeah. I feel like I've really actually leveled some stuff out, right? And I've plateaued. I, I haven't dropped past one ninety in the last like six weeks. Which my worry was I was just going to keep going. Not that I like, I'd like to take another ten pounds off, but then I'd like to tone. So start toning, and the ten pounds will go. We're yeah, we're actually we've got a Bowflex bike on the way. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and then we're going to sign up for the Peloton app, because you can sign up for the Peloton app and just use it with any other bike, and the Bowflex will allow us, like, it works well with it, so. Go. Got a plan. Plan. All right. Attention, Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in.
1: Thank we are, um, we're, I apologize again for the, the racial slur.
0: Yeah, I know you were just joking. Like, again, I made probably a bigger deal out of it, because you're kind of, you're doing more of a satire than you were an offense thing. Yeah, <laughs> for think.
1: sure, but, uh, yeah. It's just we want to be
0: sensitive. <laughs> um, no, it, it's if we're gonna get back into doing this. As long as we stay in orange, we're gonna get back into doing this more regularly because there's good shit that comes out of this, and uh, I appreciate learning from my brethren and also just having a place to vent. Yeah, man, for sure, and uh, we're glad that you guys are out here uh,
1: and. Keeping
0: it safe, yeah. So. And I want to actually give a shout out to Jacob Pollock, who is the guy that does all of our music. He has recently started a podcast called Propaganda. Like oh. Propaganda, yeah, Propaganda. Yeah, like yeah. Um, he is. He is. Um, he's definitely a little bit farther left than the average left. Voter, okay, um, and you know he he's a very independent thinker, and uh, I I really I really respect discourse with him. I have a lot of fun talking with him, and you know I feel like he challenges some of my own core beliefs a lot, which is nice. Uh, and so his uh, his podcast is kind of about politics in Canada, as well as like really focusing on he just recently released a music video called ballad for billionaires which is it's really funny and it's uh it targets an idea of a wealth tax and why we need a wealth tax we sure do um and about how canadians support it but ultimately what canadian billionaires could fund with a very simple wealth tax um and so even if even if his politics go farther left than you're comfortable with. Um, check wait, it out. Check yeah. it out. It's actually it's good discourse, and it's not it's not disrespectful in any way. Like, he'll parody, like, we'll make fun of billionaires, and you don't eat the fucking rich. But, um, it's only one thing, the very
1: good fault Eat the rich. Oh! Stop it now, I'm going crazy. Steven Tyler, baby.
0: Steven Tyler. We yeah. need to eat
1: him. He's, he's rich. He's got a lot of fat on him. He'd probably be pretty tasty. But he's rich. Yeah. So eat the rich. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Eat him. Uh-huh. Mm-mm.
0: Jacob, this one's for you.
1: In an elevator.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll uh we'll see you next time. Uh you know, follow us on Facebook. We got Daddy
1: or Daddy Issues Champion We Got Daddy Issues is on uh, Twitter. No. And, uh, oh, it's no I, said, I
0: fucked it. up Facebook. You fucked, fucked up, up Twitter. Twitter
1: and now uh, we'll both
0: fuck up Instagram. All right. So Instagram is We Got Daddy Issues. Twitter is We Got but Daddy, daddy issues. issues. We Got Daddy Issues at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. If you if you send us something eloquent, we'll write it. Just stop sending us hate mail.
1: Yeah. Could you? Yeah. And, Let-
0: and stop, stop with the slurs. Like, we're people too. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry that I disappoint you dad. <laughs>